Hey guys. Hey guys. I'm Ray. And I'm Chanel. And this is Play Play Date Season. Welcome back to episode three. Woohoo! Episode three. And um, do we want to say that today is the day that our first episode went live on Spotify? Yes. Woohoo! We are officially official. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music. We are on all the things. All the things. And we're on Instagram at Playdate Season, season with S Z N. Follow us, ask us all the things, send us all the tea. Mm-hmm. That's where most of our visuals will be as well when we're doing these episodes. Because I feel like it just ties it all up in a pretty little bow. <laughs> but yeah, happy playdate day. Are you okay? You have a hanger on your head. Yeah, I'm just excited because <laughs> it's playdate day. <laughs> I'll take a picture and put it on the gram. <laughs> we filmed this last no it wasn't even last week it was like two fridays ago i had every intention of making this story make sense however i had a margarita or two and your girl just talked in circles that we never got anywhere and so (laughs) that episode is in the graveyard and i am here now fully capable of telling this experience from beginning to end with no distractions clear minds can't lose let's get it Rahalis is going to take it away she's going to share her first heartbreak story and how she got through it because everybody's healing process is different I think the pieces of advice that Ray and I can offer to you that's listening to this right now could possibly help you. I believe I mentioned in the first episode, I kind of gave a little teaser into like my first relationship and all the teen. I was dating this guy for almost two years. For me, it was two years. For him, who knows? (laughs) But dating this guy for two years and... We met at work and we were like best friends. Everything was fine. Honestly, not any real complaints during the relationship aside from like, oh, you hurt my feelings. This is how I feel about it. Let's talk about it. And that was pretty much it. In January of 2018, my best friend was getting married and I hadn't seen her since like high school. And so I asked this gentleman if he would accompany me to this wedding. And the first answer he gave, I wasn't really sold on it. He came up with like a lot of excuses. And so I'm like, yeah, we'll figure that out later. Later comes around to ask him again. His answer was still just very unlike him. It had been like a couple of months and I could kind of tell things were very different. We had just gotten back from like a break. He went back to his city of Dallas and once we reconnected, things were just off. I got a lot of red flags, a lot of signs. And so we get back together and ask him about the wedding and didn't like the answer. So I pressed him on it. And this conversation started, we were eating lunch and conversation started and from 7.30 p.m. ish to around four o'clock in the morning we were broken up Mm-mm. obviously he didn't want to go to this wedding with me if he didn't want to go that's fine i would have been like i just you know do your thing i just wanted to hold your hand and dress cute and didn't want to drive so far by myself first of all i had thought nothing of it like it's just a party we're just going to 
to him, it meant something a lot more. It was like, you only take certain, you know, serious relationships to weddings and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's fine. But then I'm like, wait, <laughs> are we not? You know, he definitely thought more into it than I did. But then also I was just thinking about like, why was it that big of a deal? We had been together for like almost two years, but like I got it, I understood, whatever. Somehow we ended up in this long conversation about like the future and where I saw myself and about qualities that I had, qualities that he had, and just a grocery list of reasons why we didn't work together, but I was perfect. However, I had these qualities and what are we gonna do in the future? And what are you gonna do if this happens? And it was like a bunch of different questions that caught me off guard that I could not answer at that moment that he wanted me to. And so I was like, you know, this is too much. I can't like, let's just talk about it later or when it comes up, like at the end of the day, you ask, do I see us together in like three years or five years? The answer is yes, I do. Don't know where any of this is coming from, but I'm, I'm done. And then he goes, really? Cause I don't. Mm. And from that point, on i was not the same person all i remember was sobbing sitting in his lap like he was sitting on a chair next to his computer and his body language was just not anything i had seen like, he had mentally tapped out he was just very like cold and just like like don't touch me kind of thing but he let me like sit in his lap he said that he wanted to be independent experience his last year of college he didn't know like where he was going after graduation. He couldn't do long distance with me. It was too hard. He just couldn't do it. He wanted me to go off and be X, Y, and Z. And who knows, maybe in the future, we'll get back together. But he needs to figure out who he is, Chanel. He has to figure out who he is. <laughs> they all say the same thing. And the thing is, I'm like, I would never hold somebody back. Like if someone wanted to do, to do something, do your thing. I'm always here. It was just the weirdest delivery. Kind of like if I got a job somewhere, are you following me? Are you leaving your family? What are you gonna do? I'm like, I can't answer this right now. Like you caught me in the worst of circumstances. I cannot give you like a real answer. I'm freaking out. Like you've traumatized me. Literally he said all of the things that guys say when they're breaking out with you except it made no sense came out of nowhere and it was kind of like I don't know if he was talking I don't know if it was you know outside influences also pitching in those were becoming his opinions and thoughts I don't know I got no sleep because I'm like I was over at his place and I live like an hour and a half out i'm not driving anywhere at three o'clock in the morning unlike you okay. <laughs> you could do it i did it no I, was like, I did not have the strength i could not i wish so bad i would have left in the wee hours of the night we were like still laying in bed next to each other i think we were we were cuddling i didn't tell anyone we were supposed to like go to the movies the next day have like a cute little date and all this stuff we still went to the movies it sucked it was a lot of mixed messages i didn't know what to do I didn't tell anyone because I was like, what if he changes his mind? If I told somebody, it would make it real. I think you were the first person I told because I was like, maybe I can fix this. <laughs> and I wanted like the opinion of someone who didn't know me. Yeah. I never talked about my relationship with anyone. 
because it was like it's just us i had nothing to complain about at all and then i continued to stay for like an extra two or three days he was like you can stay here as long as you need all this stuff but it just felt different so it was like raining and i got all my things and he came in and he looked at me and he was like are you leaving and i'm like yeah i'm gone and he's like, well, let me help you down. And then went home, told my mom as casually as I could. She was like, are you okay? And I'm like, yep, I'm fine. Mm. Went to sleep. I see I went to sleep, but I kid you not, Chanel, I didn't sleep for months. And we still had plans. Like after we talked, he was like, we're still going to go out for your birthday. We're still going to do this, that, and the other thing. Now I get why they say, like, cut it off. Mm -hmm. It's super hard to do to stay in contact with somebody that you had feelings for more than a friend. I mean, it's it's possible to be friends, but I feel like it is so hard, especially when it wasn't a mutual decision, you know? Yeah. And the thing is, I figured we would break up, like, at the end of the year, like a mutual thing. But this was a complete blind side. Long story short, because you know how I talk. From the day that I left, at like that night, we stayed in contact for like a couple more weeks, maybe a few more months. It was so hard for me, <laughs> just being honest, because I could not wrap my head around like, you broke up with me, but you still want to hang out with me, but we can't be together. And so I was like, so what part of me do you like? Or what part of me do you not like? Like, explain that to me. Because if you're going to break up with me, you don't like me anymore. You don't want to be around me. You want nothing to do with me. So why are you here? He called me on my birthday and was like, my friends say I shouldn't hang out with you. You would get the wrong idea. My friends say this. My friends say that. All right. Well, what do you say? What do you say? <laughs> That's all we need to know. Whenever we broke up, I didn't tell anyone immediate, but I called a few of my friends and I'm like, listen, here's what happened. I'm okay, but I need you to not treat him any differently. I don't want you to do anything, say anything, like treat him like nothing happened. Like, that's the only thing I want. Just don't ever disrespect him. Meanwhile, I was not getting the same respect. Mm -hmm. And I think had I not found that out, I would have still, like, entertained, like, the interaction. I was made to look stupid. He broke up with me fine. That's what he wanted. It was the disrespect afterwards that really sucked. But the one moment that really hurt me was we went to go see Black Panther completely uncomfortable i don't know why i agreed to it i mean i do because i was like you're my best friend i need to keep it and you still loved him and you were still i guess hopeful that this whole friendship thing could work right i really thought that we could still be friends like i was willing to make it work anyway and that was in this is now it was like 10 or 11 i did not want to drive i was too tired to drive back home so i stayed at his place and i was like i'm sleeping on the floor that's fine. He was like, no, you're not sleeping on the floor. Like, get in the bed. I'm like, fine, get in the bed. And I'm like, can you please just not tell your friends that this happened? Like, it would mean a lot to me if you just didn't tell anyone this happened. Because I don't want to have to worry about conversations or like anything. And he said, I don't think I can do that. I tell my friends everything. Oh, no, 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 no. Right then, I was like, I have no idea who this person is. Him saying that, literally changed me the fact that he can say that so unbothered what was going through your head that just made you put two and two together to be like yeah bye um the thing is i got mad 
and I got disgusted. When I get mad, I'm a whole different person because I rarely get mad at anyone, but I had not been that hurt ever in my life. And for him to say that, like someone I loved unconditionally could throw me away like that, even as a friend, I'm like, it's not worth it. In that moment, I was plotting how to leave. I was like, he does not respect me. And if he does, this is a crappy way of showing it. And so I left and I don't really remember like our contact after that, but I was on my way home from work and he was blowing up my phone to watch The Flash. And I was like, Ray, if you answer it, it's just going to be this nasty cycle. You're going to be so sad. <laughs> and I cried all the way home knowing that decision was going mm. to affect whatever kind of situation this was in. But it was not like I'm ignoring you because you did this to me. It's like I, I can't talk to you because I need to be there for myself. No one cares for me right now. I have to be that person. You are all that you have at the end of the day. It took him saying that to get me mad, to get me out of like the love bubble. <laughs> People talk. I mean, I found out things. So it's just kind of like I was in it wholeheartedly, unconditionally. I did not get the same respect back. And I think that's what made it easier to move on. And it wasn't easy. I'll tell you that much. It was not easy. And I don't care what anyone says. A lot of people downplay their emotions. They downplay their heartbreak. Oh, yeah, I was fine. I got over it. I'm not built like that. It took a team. It took a mountain. <laughs> it took a village. Honestly, it took a village. And it also took me yes. paying attention to me. And we love that. That's we so do. important. Let me just share a few things on what I learned. If you guys heard the last episode where Chanel mentions her steps to healing, I realized that we had two different approaches, which is perfectly fine. We're all not built the same. Chanel took her time and spent it with her family, her friends, and was living her best life. I spent literally months <laughs> by myself. Uh. <laughs> aside from the trips i went to see chanel i spent by myself i had a roommate but we never saw each other it was like i live by myself anyway but let me tell you it was the first time in my life that i was alone my life changed because i realized i could do anything i wanted by myself yes then i realized i was wasting i don't want to say wasting because i did everything out of the love that I had and from my heart. So I had really good intentions, but I realized that I never gave myself the love I was dishing out. You realized you had to show up for yourself. And when I say showed up, we showed up and showed out, girl. Yes. I had never been to so many concerts. I had never in my life yes. <laughs> bought so many clothes, y'all. I was <laughs> shopping. I was going to museums, taking myself to uh, the zoo, going to the park, going yes. on walks, taking road trips, buying myself anything mm. I ever wanted. All those because dates, girl. All the... Oh, I was wilding. Uh-huh. There was a point where it's like, if I wanted something that was like... If I wanted... Or I saw some shoes that were like a $100. I'm like, I don't need that. Like, no, I would never buy myself $100 shoes. But if someone I love needed those shoes, they had to have it. I know they want it. It's theirs. I don't care. And I never did that for myself. Until? Until January 21st, 7 o'clock. <laughs> this is still standard time. Oh, here we go. 
<laughs> you what is the term grow with the flow that's exactly mm, what that's you on your did wall. it is yes. but yeah i just really started just hanging out with myself learning what i like to do in my free time i was waking up like at 10 o'clock in the morning running errands just hanging out and a lot of people don't get to experience that because it's like, oh my God, I'm alone. I don't know what to do. I can't be alone. I'm going to go hang out with somebody else or I'm going to go jump into another relationship. And it's like, you don't get that time to just oh, know yourself. And I am obsessed with it. So I think that's like my favorite part is just like growing into my independence and doing whatever I wanted. I'm obsessed with it. I look back on the person I was and I'm like, I don't know her. Like, do something queen like do something oh, she will on january 21st <laughs> 2018 7 30 ish central standard time also i learned that you said this before maybe it was in the last podcast i don't know healing is not linear or something like that you said mm -hmm. something you spilled some tea and i'm not saying like i just woke up one day and i started living my best life no i would go out shopping come home, sit in my car and cry. So it's not like 100%. It's not all going to happen in one day. So don't think like I'm out here wild and like it's a whole emotional <laughs> roller coaster. <laughs> exactly. I think for you and I think for both of us, if you think about it, it's what you do with that time of having exactly. a broken heart. What are you going to do to rise above from it? What are you going to do to grow and better yourself? And I like that you and I both don't like to wallow and dwell <laughs> and drown and all that. I mean, those are normal emotions to feel right off the bat. And yes, sometimes healing will just make you spiral at times and you'll fall into that. But I like that no matter what, when those things happen, you persevere. I've persevered. And it's mm -hmm. because like, no, we know that we're better than that we know that we have that inner strength that we just need to like scratch on and you know really connect with and we just had to learn how to show up for ourselves exactly show up for your every day i learned what i like and what i don't like whether that's with the company i keep or things about myself i didn't like that i was so not that i let people walk all over me which i didn't but i tend to downplay myself a little bit so the other person can shine and so i realized like i stopped <laughs> writing i stopped making videos i stopped doing a lot of stuff that i love to accommodate a person and he didn't like it wasn't his fault it was me so i definitely learned that I don't have to be so zoned in on somebody when I like them that I can be me they can be them which I thought I was doing that but when you're in that the love bubble what do they call that um the honeymoon phase mm -hmm. you literally don't see anything and then different habits that he had I was just like oh I like that so I want to look for that and the next person or oof, I don't like that. So mm -mm, we're not tolerating any of this. Mm -mm, I want to know who you are. Look at the next buffoon's shoes. <laughs> Listen to me when I say I will never buy a man another pair of shoes in this lifetime or the next. <laughs> You haven't, you got, oh, I didn't mention that. I bought him customized Nikes, you guys. Hurts my soul. The second he said it, I'm like, they're, they're yours, babe. They're yours. 
He broke up with me. Took them and ran. Five days later. <laughs> I can't. He took them and walked away from me in them. <laughs> <laughs> the irony. I gave him the attire to leave me. <laughs> I can't. Damn it. I can't. <laughs> you set the scene, girl. <laughs> That's the tea, man. I mean, not every heartbreak is so cut and dry. I got through it. Y'all, I didn't think I'd ever get through it. I thought that was my life. Also, I want to say if anyone is going through a heartbreak or any traumatizing time in their life, it's very important to take care of your body, take care of yourself, take care of your soul. Because I did not do that at first. Just going to be honest. And my body paid the price for it. Just keep that in mind. Self-love is very important and it's very hard to obtain. It's very hard to keep depending on what you're going through. So just love yourself as best as you can and you got this. Mm -hmm. If you're listening right now, give yourself the biggest hug. <gasps> Let's do it. Let's do it together. Yay. Aww. Best hug ever. Mm -hmm. Wow, I haven't done that ever. I don't think I've ever done what? that. <laughs> Why? I'm Aww. loving this. Ooh. No one can hold you like this ever but you. Can we do this like every episode? Can we just hold ourselves? Honestly, yes. We're both all about self-love. And I think self-love is a constant journey. No matter if you feel like you've made it to the top, you're still going to keep growing. Self-hugs are not a bad thing. I really like this. Let's just film the rest of the podcast like this. Honestly. <laughs> How'd I do on my fourth trillion thrice rendition i loved it you told what you needed to tell i love the ways that you healed from it you're right it completely differs from the things that i mentioned on how i was able to heal my broken heart in a sense i love that you can really put those things together and use those tips to apply going forward if there is a future heartbreak in the making for anyone listening you can take a little bit of what ray said a little bit what i said put them together you got a chahalas some chahalas tea and thank you for sharing your story i know that it's been a while but you did it with such grace and strength and honestly you've come so far and I am so happy that you can say that story with a smile on your face. You can laugh about it and that you came out of it loving yourself more than you've loved that buffoon. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm screaming. I love because Chanel was there from the day of like day one, a one. Ooh, we love some a one steak sauce. A one, day one. <laughs> Chanel has been there with me through it all. Talking about some damn steak. I never had it, I don't think. But yeah, Chanel and I tell our experiences to not educate, but just to share our hearts. And it's not told from a malicious place or to put anyone down or to talk about anybody. It's just our experience. Maybe people that are listening have a similar situation that they've gone through or that they are currently going through. And it's important for them to know that you're not alone. We all go through it and we all come out of it. Some of the things that Ray said really, you know, put me in my place because <laughs> <laughs> she was really preaching some things that I needed to hear for myself. So it's not even just, you know, her helping you guys out, but 
I'm over here like, ooh, I needed to hear that today. Oh, I love that for you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Woohoo! We are on Instagram at Playdate Season S Z N. Listen to us on your commute to work while you're doing chores around the house, taking a walk at the park, ignoring your man's. Just, you know, just sit us on and <laughs> listen to us spill some tea. And if you have any questions or are seeking advice, you can email us at playdateseasonpod at gmail.com. Season is spelled S-Z-N and then pod, P-O-D, at gmail.com. And we look forward to hearing from you guys. I hope you've been loving our season so far, and we're super excited to keep this going for all seasons to come. And with that, that's Playdate season. That's Playdate season. Woo! Good job, (laughs) Hollis. Thanks, (laughs) Cha-Cha.